Hello, this is Michael Dubin with Living Skills. In our time together in this podcast, I would like to talk about self-respect. Just exactly what is self-respect? Self-respect. I don't usually eavesdrop on conversations. That said, when someone is talking loud enough for me to hear, it's on them, right? So I'm listening to this guy tell a friend that as he is now in his 50s, he has recently discovered self-respect and having done so, has put his wife and his 20-something aged kids on notice that if they dare to disrespect him, they are all going to be sorry. He isn't going to take it anymore. But wait, there's more. Not only is his family now on notice, but he isn't taking it from anybody else either. So he finds himself on a surface street that is being blocked by two cars, one headed in one direction and one headed in another, and they're having a conversation. When the one headed in the opposite direction of him moves, he drives around the person that has been blocking him, yelling something out the window at the driver. Then that driver catches up to him and starts yelling at him. This goes on with them now chasing one another so that the last person that got yelled at can yell back and get in the last word. It escalates with an open water bottle being thrown back and forth between the cars, and then eventually an open soda can being thrown back and forth between the two cars. The storyteller eventually chases this other car into a cul-de-sac where they are both stopped with the cars facing one another. The yelling continues until the passenger in the other car gets out and pulls a gun on the guy telling the story, who then backs his car out of the cul-de-sac and goes home. But he feels vindicated because even though he almost got himself shot, he wasn't going to put up with being disrespected. Respect is not something you can demand any more than you can demand that someone trust you. Respect, like trust, is earned first from self, then from others. It is not unlike understanding. If you want people to understand you, you must first seek to be understanding of others. Oh no, they better get that they need to understand, trust, respect me first. Good luck with that. People that can't or won't treat others with respect, as cliched as it sounds, usually have no idea what respect means or they don't respect themselves. So where to start? Step one is to honestly and appropriately express all of your emotions. Back in March, I wrote a blog post entitled Feelings, Whoa, Oh, Oh, Feelings, about dealing with feelings, so I am not going to belabor that now. I've also recorded the podcast about it. However, first you have to be able to correctly identify what you are feeling. Are you angry or are you sad? Are you happy or just content? Are you really hurt or just disappointed? Once you have identified what you are feeling, then express it appropriately. If I am angry or confused, let's say, sometimes just the admission of that can help clear it. If I acknowledge I am angry with myself or someone else, or if I am confused about something or you are confusing me, then I can do something about it, and I will earn respect for myself for having identified the feeling and moved beyond it. 
But if I scream and holler at you because I am angry at you, or I punish myself because I am angry at me, I'm inflicting pain by my inappropriate expression, and there is no basis there for earning respect from myself. Further, too many people, like our friend above, get the idea in their heads that, out of self-respect, I get to tell you what a no-good, dirty, rotten, low-down communist I really think you are. That isn't acting out of self-respect. It is acting out of judgment and ego. Far better to just walk away from behavior you find offensive and inappropriate. So it goes with positive emotions like love. Famed Spanish poet Frederico Garcia Lorca wrote, To burn with desire and keep quiet about it is the greatest punishment we can bring on ourselves. Or suppose you are proud of yourself or someone else, and instead of expressing that pride, you give them or yourself some kind of left-handed compliment or say something snarky instead. There will be no foundation on which to build self-respect. When you can appropriately express all of your feelings, your estimation of yourself will rise. Secondly, when you fail at something or fall short of your goal, stop and figure out what went wrong. Why did you not succeed as you had intended? Do not blame anybody or anything else. You can't fix what you won't be responsible for. Whether it is a work project, a hobby, or a relationship, whatever the nature of the relationship, when something goes awry or doesn't work or falls apart, look for what happened. Could it have been avoided? What decisions, actions, choices, beliefs, etc. led you to where things are now? Own and admit that you contributed to this outcome. Now, a lot of us grew up with the idea that if we made a mistake, not only do we feel terrible about having done so, but we were supposed to be punished for it. No. I learned many years ago that when you hold your hand up and say, yeah, I did it, and be responsible, people will break their backs to help you correct whatever went wrong, and you and others will respect that. But what about when things go right, go well? How did you get here? What decisions, actions, choices, commitment, perseverance got you here across the finish line? Own that. Not out of ego. Succeeding doesn't make you better than. It is important to figure out and know how you succeeded. Why? So you can do it again. Ah, oh, it was just luck. Really? Honor the process you used to succeed so that you can replicate, usually with some adjustments for the situation, additional successes and greater successes. That you can and will respect. And finally, always, always operate from a place of integrity and character, meaning that the ends never ever justify the means. It's always about how you got there, the process, the steps taken, how you conducted yourself along the way on a daily basis. Were you honest or did you manipulate others? Did you cut corners or did you make sure that the quality of work or product was not sacrificed in the name of expediency? Did you build bridges to others 
or did you burn, burn bridges in your quest to be first? Did you seek to be understanding and compassionate of self and others? Or were you impatient, condescending, and rude as you progressed? My personal yardstick has long been that if I can look into my own eyes in the bathroom mirror at the end of the day and feel good about me, that's all that matters. Life is a process in the big picture, and so are all of our days in the little immediate picture. No one is saying we have to be perfect. Clearly not. But process is the means to our ends and how, on a daily basis, we get to where we are going is one of the surest ways we can and will learn to respect ourselves. And rather than risking getting ourselves shot in a dark cul-de-sac, we will be able to respect that maybe someone else was just having a bad day. I hope you have found this podcast of use. If you have any questions or comments or want more information about Living Skills, please feel free to email me at livingskillsinc at gmail.com or contact me through my website www.livingskills.pro. At Living Skills, we offer positive psychology and transpersonal psychology coaching and counseling, spiritual coaching and counseling, and psychological skills training and, and education. We are especially sensitive to the needs of the LGBTQ community and also the millennial generation, but our services and skills are applicable to and we work with everyone. I hope you enjoyed the podcast and will join me again in the future. This is Michael Dubin in Atlanta. Thanks for listening.